Look at the Hollywood Schmoke. Yeah. <laughs> They're readers and cool sunglasses. <laughs> well, they are sunglasses. I'm trying out, <laughs> you can see, I'm trying out a ring light, but I don't know how this is going to go. Well, yeah, they don't work well with glasses. I know. It looks like uh, pupils in your your black eyes. <laughs> I should be getting some new glasses pretty soon. Can't wait, actually. <laughs> Look up just a little bit so you can see those rings right in both eyes. Turn a little bit. To, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like <laughs> Look like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got it pointed down, but it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I had a ring light for a couple weeks, and then the batteries ran out, and I never bothered to put new ones in. They do the same thing here. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and this is uh it's plugged into the USB, and it's on a clip. Yeah, there you go. I got the cheap one. I just got out of the pool. <laughs> was no, it wasn't. I did. I only had the heater going for a little bit, so it was freezing. I just put a a, vac, a new vacuum came today. But uh, yeah, Mickey, we got a heater for the pool. So I, a Michigan unicorn is uh, Deborah in the pool before July. <laughs> actually, in it. So he'd have to do it for today, and well, yeah, most of this weekend, I guess. Right. I don't know if I bother running it. The bill will be up and. You know, you get out and you're freezing. So, yeah, but I, seventy is supposed to be like the highest seventy, seventy-two. God, I, I, my thing said it never said out of the sixty. Uh, oh, really? Maybe it changed. I, see what my, that's what like it? today and tomorrow, but I thought it was supposed to get kind of mild for the weekend, and I don't know about Monday. Yeah, our weekly thing is on Sunday. So. My at a glance has Sunday. It's 65 and Monday at 67. Yeah, at 69 and Monday 74. Hmm. Okay, well, hopefully your app is more correct than mine. And, of course, Tuesday is 77, so isn't that nice? Oh, Tuesday I have 68. We had Mike-like temperatures last week. Mike-approved weather. Yeah, right. my kind of stuff. It's so spring is cruel. Spring is a lie. <laughs> Brings a lie. You see that high for tomorrow? What is um, yours? Isn't like the upper fifties or something? Mine says fifty-one. Mine says forty-nine. Yeah. Yeah, um, ninety. We already canceled the rain. We already can't. Ninety percent yeah. chance of rain. We already canceled golf in the morning. See, I, I have the day. I'm not working. I'm taking the day off. I guess today was warmer than I thought. It was nice at lunchtime. It was very. It was a nice day, nice spring day. But yeah, tomorrow's going to be cold. Yep, cold and rainy. So that should be fun. Three. Yeah, it will, it'll take hundreds and hundreds of dollars of heating to yep. to get the pool up to. Spring. Yep, for everything you've poured into it already, it's already gone, and it's going to get worse. You know, I think, like I said, I think it kept it. I mean, because of today and the sun was out. It kept its temperature pretty good because I didn't run it all day till the vacuum came, and I said, "Well, I better plug this in," <laughs> you know. And but I, I don't know what it was. It was seventy six when I got in. So, That's which 
that's not bad. Yeah. Like eating beer and going for like an hour. <laughs> I get Oh, it's Schmau. Hey, hey, who's that? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I dim this. Oh, here we go. There, it's more natural. Yeah, it's warm. I got it on warm setting and the lowest brightness. Yeah, that's better. That looks that looks normal. It's it looks dim. No, don't talk about Joe like that. <laughs> now he looks yellow, like his favorite movies, orange. Mm, he went to Mexico. Yeah, he just suddenly movie. he transported to Mexico. In the movies. Might as well just kick this off. Yes, <laughs> I glance. The year is 2021. It is the 27th of May, and you're wasting away on the North Coast with... Amigo Schmo. Mike. And Mickey. It's our Memorial Day show. That looks yes. almost like a green beer. What do you think? That's uh It's not green, but it's dark. This is called it's it's called Moose Drool. Is 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 there a beer called Moose Drool? This is a a Billy Clausen brewed okay. recipe. It's pretty good. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna well I'll look on my little device. I have uh, I have uh no, yeah. <laughs> hey, knock it off. Well, I don't have a beer at the moment, so I have to go get one. So pardon me for a moment. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, Something called Moose Drew Brown Ale. This is just a really nice beer. Oh, sorry. It's got like um, all these Midwestern sayings on it. Oh, Big, Big Sky Brewing Company in Missoula, Montana. Hmm. Moose Drool, the, this is the best Ameri- Michigan, American brown ale in the world. Huh. It, 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 it's pretty It's pretty good. I, I, I'm partial to every single beer I get from him. I don't know if it's the freshness. His maple porter was good. So you like, he's got a, like he's got a blue moon knockoff that I haven't tried yet. See, I might like that. I like wheat beers. I don't like I don't like porters or stouts or anything like super dark like that. I'm not a big fan. Never really care for them. I do, I do like them, but you know I like the wheat beers. The Oktoberfest was good. Yeah. <laughs> the coaster stuck. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this is uh, this is Bell's. This must be new for this season. It's good. It's a golden ale. Anyway, but that's life on the North Coast. It sounds, yeah, we, sounds like almost like a song. We haven't gotten to, we haven't gotten to those three months yet. We're still on the nine. That's right. Right. Yeah. So what am I bitching for? Because that's what we do. What we in the North I Coast, do. we bitch about the weather. I've yep. lived in Michigan my entire life, and I still complain like I've never lived in Michigan. Yep. As do most residents of Michigan. Yeah. Everybody complains about the weather. It's what you do. It's the state pastime. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I had to take care of that. And this is my Friday, though, everybody. 
Oh, <laughs> by Friday, Mick. Wow, that was, you were deep in the schmo zone for that one. Yeah, I was. I was answering a text, and I said, "It's by Friday, everyone." And Mike's not there. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> all of all of the Mickey's. <laughs> nice. No, nope, well, not by Friday. It's just another Thursday for me. There are shows, not just Jimmy Buffett, but music, shows that are being planned and tickets for sale. Mm-hmm. Like COVID's going away or something, but mm-hmm. later on this year, right? I don't know any re- super close ones around here, but yeah, I haven't spotted anything that I would go to normally. So I haven't been paying much attention to it. But have you stopped wearing masks? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, well, I went to Kroger a couple times, and I they had the mask said that the sign said it was optional for vaccinated people. So I said, you know what? I went. <laughs> you actually it. threw it. <laughs> no, I. But I Mary uh, Tyler Moore, and you tossed your mask up in the air. But I was one of the few people in the store that had no mask. That's what gets me is um, the first time I did it was Myers, where they they said. Um, fully vaccinated people do not have to wear a mask. And it was like, okay. So I was walking around and I felt like such a scofflaw running around without a mask. I, thought I actually I feel like, right. Just, just for the heck of it, I bought this from Etsy, a little vaccinated wristband, vaccinated for COVID. And oh, it, oh it, wow. It's got the Moderna one on the back. This is from Moderna. And they've got one for J&J and for Pfizer. But of course, I had to get the Moderna one. So it's, I mean, it means nothing, but I just wanted to, to, to say that I'm, it's my mask non my non mask wearing is by choice, right? And uh, so I just wanted to get that out there, but it did it did feel it felt so weird, and it also felt so great to not have to worry about my glasses fogging up or, or if my yeah, nose Mick, starts you. if my nose starts to run, I can actually go like this, and I don't have to like keep sniffing and keep it off the inside of my mask. That's true. That the the the. Glasses must drive you nuts. Yeah. Well, I finally realized that if you wear them far enough forward, your exhalation just goes up. But then you're always worrying about your mat, your glasses just falling off your face. Yeah. Or it, it took me like, like, yeah. It took me over a year to figure out that if I wear my glasses a little for, more forward, I'll well, just think for the next pandemic, you're all set. Yeah. So, yeah, two years from now. Hi, everybody. But uh, I would go into other stores that had the sign, you know, mask wearing. You don't have to wear a mask if you've been vaccinated. But it seems like everybody else is wearing a mask. So I always chicken out and put my mask back on because I I carry a mask just in case. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. I've been going. I go to concessions a lot. And uh, I'm fixing this. And I think that... uh, um, I don't think they've said anything about the mask, so I've been wearing it in there. And then Kate just told me yesterday that as a worker, she doesn't have to wear a mask. Well, that's that's weird because at uh, Myers, she works at Kroger, right? Yeah. Yeah, Myers, all the workers still are wearing masks, as far as I can tell. Well, I think they were until this was yesterday. Yeah, and maybe oh, it's changed again. Yeah, because I mean, the last time I went to got- Kroger was on the borderline. It was right after they announced it before before the local stores actually put it into place. So I did have to wear a mask at Kroger. Yeah, Tuesday she had to wear a mask. Wednesday she didn't. 
That's cool. I like it. I like not wearing it. Yeah, but it, it, it is weird when you see a, a lot of almost everybody else still wearing it. You wonder, you know, are they doing it out of precaution or are they really not vaccinated? Yeah. But it's funny before that seeing somebody without a mask would piss me off. Now I actually feel some camaraderie for the ones that aren't wearing a mask. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to wear mine either because of you. <laughs> What's that movie I was telling you about? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. <laughs> yeah. I finally watched that again. It's been on my DVR for like two years. That's right. I want to watch that movie. You guys told me to, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. A number of times, actually, dumbass. <laughs> Where's that pill? <laughs> Drive to your well, house and force it down you. And stroke your throat so you swallow it. <laughs> Put it in peanut butter. <laughs> Mouth closed. <laughs> Nose. Yeah, that's it's very telling that even just watch the first five minutes of it and you get the whole gist of it. That's all you really need. You don't have oh, to. Oh, no, you should watch the whole thing. Watch the whole thing. But if you're really in a hurry and you want to get the gist, all you need is the first five. Yeah, I did this once before and tried to figure out what service has it. And then I, you know, forgot. I forgot how hot Maya Rudolph was back in the day. Because mm-hmm. now she's gotten all big. <laughs> And I said it like I said it like she would say it. Big. I've gotten big. But she was she was a babe back then. Well her what's her Mimi is it Mimi Pinkerton? Is that her mom? Ripperton. Ripperton. Pinkerton. Mimi? Ripperton. Is it Mimi or Minnie? It's Minnie, Minnie Ripperton. It's awesome. Mimi Pinkerton. <laughs> I'm sure of it. How did my dad get in the Zoom chat? <laughs> who's, the, who's the dumbass now? <laughs> good. We should write that down. That's a good character name if you. <laughs> it is. When I write, I got it. Dibs when I write my book. Yep. Whatever that is. Mimi Pinkerton says. She can sing in the seventh register, whatever they call it. <laughs> Only yeah. fish can hear her. <laughs> nice. Mimi Pinkerton. That name sounds too fake. <laughs> he thought it was the real deal. <laughs> I knew it wasn't exactly right, though. I knew something was wrong. I was pretty sure I had the last name right, but no. <laughs> yeah, he had the he had the syllable well, count right. This has happened many times because Deborah knows her name, and I always say it wrong, and I keep doing it. <laughs> I'm so old. Uh, awesome. Oh, speaking of getting old, somebody has a birthday this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he's getting older. On Sunday, growing older, but not up. <laughs> Except for, you know, growing older but not up, but buying, buying yet another new house. Yeah, that's something I said I would probably never do again is for build a house again. And here I am doing it. Yay. <laughs> we'll have to go out there and podcast once. Yeah, yep. Come on out and sit on the deck that was just installed. Ooh. 
for like <laughs> right. I think uh, tripled the price that was originally budgeted for. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm getting treks on this deck here. Oh, mm. We're getting the the deck right outside our back door. The pool mm. deck will stay wood. The bird grave. And I have to paint right. the stain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The death, death bird. zone. The kill zone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and plus the whole guillotine thing I did on that other bird that stupid feeder that. crushed the bird's neck did I tell you guys this don't I don't remember no I had this feeder here that had this sliding cage on the outside it, really it, you know, it was there for if a squirrel went on it it moves if they can't get to the food Oh. But it was, as soon as I got it, I said, this was dumb. The squirrels are just hanging on a branch like a monkey and taking food out of the thing anyway. So, uh, but it kind of slides and it's stupid. When I hang it up, I have to, I have to slide it so it sets so the birds could eat it and they land. And I don't know what happened, but I kept, I mean, I could see that a bird was on the other side of the feeder right out this window. And it was there. And it was there. And I'm working hours and it's still there. Hmm. And look, what the hell's going on? So I go outside, and it's its neck. The 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 whole cage moved down and completely uh, broke its neck, and his head was stuck in the between the feeder and the caging. <laughs> and I, and other birds are coming to eat, and they're like, "What's with Charlie?" You know. <laughs> and and uh, I tossed the whole damn thing away. I felt so. I still feel so terrible. <laughs> I mean, I said, "Here, come in, come in, and eat." Bam, <laughs> sucker, like, yeah. a tra- like a mouse trap. Yep. I don't know if a squirrel. I mean, a squirrel must have jumped on it. Oh, that'd be great if a squirrel used it against a bird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I just, I felt so bad. And the squirrel's going. I really away. should take pictures. I really should go find it. I got it off of Amazon. I really should leave a review. You know, people yeah. do that, right? I never yeah. do that after the fact. And like, look what this thing did to the birds. <laughs> we had definitely put a photo <laughs> up of a headless bird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was stuck. And I said, I'm just throwing this whole damn thing away. What am I doing? I can't put this out here anymore. But I had it for years. Yeah, the revolution is over. <laughs> They'll just say you put it together wrong. Yeah, yeah. You didn't read the fine print. It's supposed to decapitate birds. It was a pain to begin with. I said, why did I buy this? Or they'll just say you you were shopping in the wrong section. You've got the bird traps instead of the bird feeders. It was a good old big feeder. It held a lot of seed. They loved it, you know, until they didn't anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got a... uh... I have a few Buffett stories that we can get into. Good, because I don't have any. (laughs) Well, the first one, the earliest one, is uh, Buffett's interview with Billboard magazine, which was shortly before his uh, four-night stint in Delray Beach. And uh, Jimmy dropped a few interesting tidbits in the interview. One of them is that he's working on a new book. Mm. Oh, wow. And it's a novelization of his uh, recording of, of Volcano on Montserrat in the 
George Martin's studio in Montserrat, Air Air Studios, I think is the name of it. A I R Studios. And he I I I remember him talking about how it would make a great book, but he didn't want he couldn't write it until everybody had had, you know, passed on so they couldn't say anything about it. And but I guess he's getting around that by just fictionalizing it. So that's what he's he's writing right now. And he also mentioned that he's working on some songs for a new album. So that's in the works, too. And the other thing he mentioned was or that I don't think he talked about it, but the article mentioned that the uh, Delray shows would not be his first public shows since the pandemic. He also played in the belly up in Solana Beach, California, back in April. And they mentioned that these shows had been video recorded. And so I'm thinking, ooh, this would be great for Margaritaville TV. And that same day that I read the article, they announced that they were going to release the Solana Beach show as a stream on Father's Day. And it would be 15 bucks to, to see it. The pre-pre-sale would be 15 bucks, And then the pre-sale would be 1750 And then the day of the show would be 20 bucks. And while I was debating whether to pay the 15 bucks, the very next day, it jumps up to 1750. So the pre-sale was pre pre-sale was one stinking day. Uh-huh. So I got screwed. <laughs> but I'm st- I, it does sound really cool to see this intimate show with only 40 people. It sounds like it'd be really novel and pardon the pun and uh, be a really cool thing to see, but I still, I'm, I'm still balking at 1750 for it. Well, I think 20 bucks. If it was, it's good. going to be good quality. Do you think, or. Yeah, I, I would assume so. Cause a lot of these things are, you know, questionable quality. Right. We paid 20 bucks for Roger Klein right. and, and it, yeah. And it was wonky, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, it's not live. It's already been shot. So. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about the direction or anything, any technical problems. It's just going to be a streamed video. True. Um, and, you know, it's pro shot and uh, it does sound pretty cool, but still, I hate, I hate to part with a 1750. I'm so cheap. Well, it's probably, you're, it's, I bet you it's going to be somehow, you're going to find it available afterwards. I don't know. It's probably going to go straight to nugs.net and then I'm going to have to pay 50 bucks to see it then. Oh, for a, for a month. No, if you're gonna if somebody's gonna post it somewhere, you're gonna find it. Yeah, maybe, maybe because it's what you do. But can you can you count on them? No. And can you count on them to make a good copy of it too? Right. Well, it's Father's Day. Yeah, that's the tricky thing too. I don't know if I'm actually gonna be available at that time on Father's Day, but I assume it's gonna be available for like 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever. I can't believe it's just gonna be streamed then and that's it right like a right like, like a, a live uh, live yeah, like, a, like an actual live concert right. you know since it is recorded already yeah that's what i'm counting on but i haven't seen any details like that i assume that by the 20th we'll know more about it but still it's very tempting and i i'm pretty sure that i'm gonna just gonna go ahead and pay for it anyway but as of now i'm i'm still not sure yeah, if that I'm not, brings. If I'm not busy. If I'm not doing anything, I might. I'm on the spring floor and I'm watching something to do. Yeah, and a lot of these things like stage it and stuff. You have it for a week, mm. but those things are like alive. They're live, and then you have them. You can start it over again, all for a week. So, I mean, if they follow that same kind of pattern, you think for seventeen fifty or twenty bucks, you should be able to. 
you should have a a window. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping for. Because whenever whenever there's some live thing, I always forget. I I remember it all month long. Forget about it the afternoon of, and then remember it again 15 minutes after it started. So mm-hmm. hopefully there will be a window. But anyway, that brings us to the public shows that uh, Jimmy did on the 13th and 14th of May at the Pavilion at Old School Square in Delray Beach, Florida. And um, I found this graphic of the set list for the first night. And you can see Changes was the starter, and he switched Growing Older But Not Up and replaced it with Wino and I Know. Cool. And uh, you can see the other songs. Caroline Jones was... Is this the first night you said? Yeah, this is the first night, May okay. 13th. This is Thursday. And uh, so I, that's why I thought this was kind of cool. Somebody actually got this set list and posted it to Facebook. And so I made, I grabbed a copy of it. Um, let's see if I can stop share. Oh, I did. It screwed up. Okay. There, now back to that. It's a good set list. I like that. And uh, and I guess they concentrated on Florida songs. And then I don't know what the set list was for Friday. Actually, I suppose I could look it up, but I wanted to just jump to the Monday, Tuesday shows, which were broadcast on Radio Margaritaville. The first two shows were not, even though I thought they would be. But uh, over the weekend, they did announce that the Monday, Tuesday shows, the, the second half of the four shows would be broadcast on Radio Margaritaville. And I was able to record it because I found the free version of Radio Margaritaville. Um, so I was able to make clips and through the miracle of modern day technology, I can actually share these clips with you. Instead of doing a concert montage, I can actually play the clips live and we can all con- um, we can all uh, comment on them after the fact. And well, it better not be interesting because this time oh. you're hearing it. You're hearing it, so you can't you can't fake it this time. Too late. I was already. Playing. I will not yeah, allow it. And I've got I've got like over a dozen clips, so you can't just say interesting after each one. <laughs> so there, the gauntlet has been thrown down. The first song for Monday was "Changes Again." Uh, the second song was "Migration," and Jimmy. I found out that Jimmy has a new verse for "Migration." And he also mentioned Jerry Jeff Walker and Willis Allen Ramsey in this song. So I included that part before he gets into the new verse. So here's that clip. Next song, next song was Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Did he just he that? I mean, that, that was he went full full on, changed you know the whole verse. Mm-hmm. You know, not just a line or you know to be cute or whatever. No, he. Uh, I like that. 
Yeah, he put some time into that one. That was good. Oh, wow. How is she? <laughs> what did she say? Ola? She said hola for Ola? some reason. Yeah, he said at work. <laughs> he did at work. I always say hola when I work all day long. <laughs> I'm working half my life on the Oracle. Oh, yeah, she's got Oracle stuff that she's meeting about. Oh, my God. Yeah, what now? We're launching Oracle this year, but we just, it's going to be postponed because it's not going well. Mm. Um, oh, you just don't have the right people. <laughs> I have a, we work with a woman named Indra Jones, I think her name is. Demita. Mm. Rebecca. I'm familiar. Yeah, Amy? You, you know, they know Oracle, you know Oracle, don't you know? No, I know. it's a Amy Pinkerton? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I called... What's your name? Minnie oh, what's, Who? Oh, Ripperton. What's oh. your first name? Minnie. Minnie Ripperton. Yeah, yeah, my... yeah, wow. Wow. You're sharing your Minnie audio, too. Ripperton is here. Oh. <laughs> what a tune. What a tune. <laughs> do, you, do you guys still do a podcast? Or is it... Oh, edit this out. Good. <laughs> That was live. We're broadcasting I like live. She thinks, she thinks Mike no, is said, editing. No, don't put this out there. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. It'll be. You'll get me out. in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> now, now Mickey can blackmail me. But it's it's live right now. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Could you see through that yes. like you. Just a little corner of her jaw dropping into the screen. <laughs> <laughs> he should have seen her eye. She still hasn't figured me out. All right. Oh, you don't. Okay. Unless you want me to make you a drink. Do you have wine left? I I haven't drank in a while. Because I do have a hidden bottle somewhere. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Who does? I hide so just in case I it's an emergency and I have to get a bottle. And I can't tell you right now where that hidden bottle is. Oh, I thought you did it for magic tricks. Yeah, yeah. Well Did you say wine? That doesn't. Yeah. So so right so now he's gonna leave this on and make me look like an alcohol. No, no, no. Yeah, maybe I gotta hide the wine bottle from my wife. Yeah, and I, it's bad because Kate gets me all these gifts. Every one of them is wine wine toasters. Everything, you know, a towel, you know, <laughs> no, you know, but, all the puns with wine that they have and <laughs> And I'm like, okay, Kate, do you think I have a problem? There was an SNL skit like last year or something. Oh, it was or earlier this year where yeah, yeah, yeah it was getting, earlier this year. The, all the signs, you know, the, the signs mm-hmm. you're hanging up, all these wine sayings, drinking sayings, and eventually, yeah. uh, like the signs just said, "I'm an alcoholic." <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you just. I forget these are live. I'm gonna have to shut my mouth. <laughs> He's just pulling your leg. He's recording, but he'll edit this out. I think I've had this conversation. I know Mickey's thinking maybe I can leave some of it right now. I've already picked a moment that I'm going to include. The part about me being a drunk? No, the part. Oh, yeah, that. that. Okay, oh, two. Oh, that's got to Two things I want to include. Uh, all right, well, let me know. Are not my favorite classes. What's that? Those aren't. I thought, I thought I looked like Jack Nicholson a little bit. Are you guys golfing, Douglas? Yeah, but it's Jack Nicholson now. Oh, you you look like uh, 
Mimi Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> Is he golfing well this year? Yeah, actually, he We're had a first place round. Yeah. We're in first place. I'm the one that's not golfing very well. Is Jimmy Buffett coming in concert? Well, no, there's nothing. Okay. You know, I really, I seriously doubt it this year. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, how old is we always have this issue? What year mm-hmm. was he born? He was born in '46. So. Uh, so he's seventy-four. Seventy-five. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's Christmas. It's Christmas Day, guy, baby. Christmas Day, guy. How much longer yeah. can he tour? I, I think of him. My mom's two years older than him. I can't imagine her on tour. Well, that's why he's the man. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of touring, yeah, yeah. Song uh, two, no, song two was migration. Song three was pencil thin mustache of the third night, May seventeenth. Song four was knees in my heart, and Jimmy teases Robert G uh, about something that he did i guess on the friday show jimmy calls it saturday but i think he's referring to the show on friday where i guess robert g left the stage and missed a song or something like that so here it goes i'm going to play the clip and i'm also going to race down for another bottle of land shark we're going to take you on one of our musical uh, melody journeys tonight and uh, and uh, right now we're going to feature the incredible robert greenwich back there you gonna stay around for this whole song i mean Where'd you go on? Where'd he go on Saturday night? You know him. Come on. We looked around once and Robert wasn't here and I went, "Uh uh-oh. Maybe it's those UFOs that got him. I don't know. I don't know. You you don't know? Well, we'll sing about that later. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to, this right now is a song about forgiveness. Okay. So we're going to, I'm going to forgive Robert for not showing up for that one song. I am. I want (laughs) <laughs> See, we don't get to do this at the big show. We can just mess around up here, you know. So, uh, I got a question for you. All right, let's go. Let's go. And then he starts the song because he's got a question for you. Um, that was song four. Song five was Grown Older But Not Up. And Jimmy comments about the AARP magazine. And he also drops an F bomb. So, this is my favorite clip. So, uh, and this is a little song that uh, goes out to uh, everybody who uh, has always got that little piece of Peter Pan or Huck Finn or Becky Thatcher in your heart. So this is called Growing Older But Not Up. And, uh, yeah, I'm waiting around for that call from AARP, you know, on my surfboard. I want to make the cover. I really did. <laughs> Maybe one day then that'll, that'll be enough. I don't know. No, it won't. It won't. No, I'm not going anywhere. I am not growing up, I know that. I may grow older, but fuck that up stuff. You know, it sounds like uh, Jimmy might have been tipping some wine. Yeah, he may have found the hidden bottle. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Mostly it's okay, but it bothers him a little bit that Greenwich disappeared for that song. <laughs> he won't stop talking about it. I didn't, I didn't do any research on it, so I don't know if it's been commented on in the set list or if it maybe it did happen on Saturday and had nothing to do with the show. 
Yeah, maybe they did, right, maybe they did right, a special right. rehearsal or something on Saturday. He, he's night. over it, but at the time, it bothered him slightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's okay, but yeah. he still had to mention you it. You can tell, because he's got he's to talk about it. Yes, he's not, yeah. he's not totally over it. <laughs> the next track is uh, The Wino and I Know. And uh, he talks he, he talks about that same story that he did for Songs You Don't Know By Heart, where he was on the streetcar, uh, streetcar named Desire. He, do, he does talk about that. But they also change up the song. I don't remember hearing it like this, but they give it a New Orleans feel, which I'd never heard them do before, probably because it's a new band. And so they can wing it without, uh, you know, without. Oh, by the way, I didn't know. But this, I didn't realize at the time, but this is all acoustic. They don't have any electrical instruments. They don't have electric guitar or electric bass or anything like that. It's all acoustic. So I guess that's kind of why they could give it more of a piano feel because, uh, because the band's not as big. But anyway, here's the why no one I know. The Monday night crowd's getting good here. I like this. None of us have been out in a while. This is, it's obvious. Yeah? So, uh, as a lot of you know, I, I came out of the Gulf Coast, wound up in New Orleans, then Jerry Jeff took me to Key West and wound up down in the French Caribbean. Who gets to live like that? I don't know, but thank you for it. And uh, this is the song we were playing, playing around with uh, just when we were trying to figure out what to do out here. And we thought, you know, I wrote, I wrote this song uh, sitting in, in actually the, the streetcar named Desire. There really was such a thing. And it was uh, back in my early days living in the French Quarter. And it was, you know, Tennessee Williams wrote that great story about it. And it was a movie. But it really was a streetcar that went down Desire Street. And then there was not a big push on, like, attractions in those days. And they typically, New Orleans, they just parked the damn thing next to the market. And I just sat on it for a long time and, and wrote a lot of songs, kind of conjure up, you know, Tennessee Williams, Flannery O'Connor, and all those people like that. And listening, listening to Alan Toussaint and the Neville Brothers, Irma Thomas and Frogman Henry. So we decided to, to do this song in memory of all those folks and with that wonderful background New Orleans group. It's called the Wino, and I know. The ice cream man, he's a hillbilly fan. Got 78s by Hank Snow. Once again, I can't do fade outs the way I've got it set up, so that's just the end of the clip. I left it uh, playing, thinking that I would fade out underneath, but screw it, I'm just stopping it. But anyway, I thought there was a really cool version yeah, of that song. Yeah, that was cool. That sounded great. The, 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 uh, yeah. The uh, um, instrumentation was really good. I guess since I brought it up that I should I should um, spell out that they had Mac McAnally, Eric Darkin, um, Michael Utley, and Robert Greenwich, I think. And John Lovell. Sorry, John Lovell. That was the band. And he referred to them, Jimmy referred to them as the vaccinated reefers instead of the coral reefer band. Hmm. <laughs> and um, there's no explanation of why they didn't have the full band. I guess they were saying that it, it was a smaller stage to begin with, so I guess they couldn't have the full band. But no background singers, no electric guitar. I was kind of surprised they didn't have a bass, but 
when listening to it, I really didn't, I didn't notice that it wasn't there. I mean, they had a pretty full sound, but I was surprised after the fact to realize they didn't even have a bass player. Oh, they sounded, sounded good. Yeah, they did. Um, the next song was real quick. I just wanted to point out here's the Cafe Dubon. It's oh, dark. Cool. Kid. So uh, it's just a great song. I would, I, uh, I would love to get a copy of that whole thing. I got to listen to that. Well, I can make you a copy. I've got my copy. I, it doesn't sound great because I was, I was using the free version of Radio Margaritaville, so it's not the quality I'm used to from paying for the high quality stream. Oh, I wanted to hear that that whole version. I, I just I love that song, and of course, I I do nothing but sing the song when we're in New Orleans because I end up going like three times in four years or whatever. Mm. No, one time and then twice in a couple of years. But since 2011 or whatever, three times. Next song is Woman Going Crazy on Caroline Street, and uh, Caroline Jones was brought on stage to add vocals. I've got a clip of that basically because of the intro, because Jimmy talks about getting a DUI on Caroline Street. Caroline Jones and her beautiful 12-string Taylor guitar. Homegrown talent right here, I'm telling you. So this is a little song. Caroline said, I want to sing on this song. And I said, well, you know, it's, uh, it's, I just wanted to tell everybody, it, I w- did not uh, know Caroline when I wrote this song. because It's a little went, off-brand for it, me. It was a little, yeah, I know, it's a little off-brand. <laughs> well, Key West was a little off-brand for everybody in those days. But there's a street in Key West called Caroline Street, which let's say I've gotten into a few little scrapes and... Trouble, it's the, it's the only place, this was years ago, I'm going to confess something tonight. Oh, God. All right, okay. Uh, <clears throat> I got a DUI on a bicycle in the U.S. In 1978. What can I say? That, you know, the good thing is I, I knew the cop and he, you know, he directed me uh, to get in the car. He would take me home the bicycle. He did not give a damn about it. So anyway, uh, that happened on Caroline Street, among many, many other things. So I just wanted you to know what you're getting in for to sing on this song here, Caroline. Oh, I know. Okay, you know. Okay, you got it. All right. So this is, look, we're going down to Caroline Street. If anybody wants to go to Key West right now. Song after that was Cheeseburger in Paradise, and Caroline Jones stuck around for that. And they talked about having impossible burgers the day before the sun on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people were saying that's heresy. How dare you mention impossible burgers when about to sing Cheeseburger in Paradise? <laughs> I don't have a clip of it because, you know, that's basically what it would be, was what I just said. So, uh, next song was Son of a Son of a Sailor. Then first look, which was cool to hear, um, Volcano, and then Mac McAnally took over for Little Martha, and I've got just a little bit of his intro because I thought what he said was kind of cool. He also happens to be a pretty good storytelling barroom. Uh... Oh, never mind. I, I, did, uh, I did the wrong intro. That's later on when he does Back Where I Come From. This Little Martha intro... I included because Jimmy and Mac have a bit of funny dialogue about the old days. That's this, this, this clip. 
He also happens to be a pretty good storytelling barroom uh, troubadour, too. I know that from many, many years, many, many moons ago. Judge Roy Beans, Eastern Shore, Mobile, Alabama. Yes. Got an old picture of us from there. We, we seemed happy. Burn it. <laughs> Burn that photo. Okay. <laughs> I'm turning you over to Mac. I'm going to get a libation and get ready for the second half of the show. How about you? This is the best Monday night I've had in a long time. How about you? Song after that was Golf Coast Girl with obviously Caroline Jones coming back on stage. And then Jimmy and Caroline Jones sang Come Monday together. Then they did Jolly Mon Sing and uh, Nautical Wheelers, which was cool to hear. And then Mac solos again with, uh, no, actually they don't. Mac and Jimmy sing Back Where I Come From. And I included this little bit of Mac's intro. We're proud to be back where we come from, the stage, playing for people. I just like that. Everybody thought he was going to say a local reference, but then he just just said, we're glad to be back on the stage. Um, Here's uh, the next song was Pirate Looks at 40, then Southern Cross, Finns, and Margaritaville. And that closed off the show proper. And then they came back for encores. The first encore was One Particular Harbor. And... I've got an intro of this, and um, I've forgotten why I included it, matter of fact. I didn't write a note down why I included this song, so it's going to be news to me. Must be good. i got to tell you, uh, we've all had to sit things out, but man, does it feel good to get in front of a crowd like you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's what the clip was. It's just Jimmy again expressing his great joy on being back on stage again. The final you missed your, you missed your chance to make the say interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That would have been great. Oh, that would have. Yeah, that would have been. I should have. I should have yeah. thrown a chat at you really quick. It would have been Same. great. <laughs> final song Wait, of the night was Costamar. Over. Take <laughs> two. Final Give song of the night was Costamar say. Um, and he introduced it by mentioning the songs you don't know by heart deal again that his second daughter, his middle child, um, was involved in. And he referred to it as a TV show, which cracked me up. He <laughs> called it a TV show that she put together. Um, but I, um, He's so old. He yeah, sounds I, almost 75. <laughs> I don't have a clip of that, but I do have a clip of the song performance because it was really weird. He did the first verse and then he disappears. And I don't know, did he forget the lyrics? Did he decide to you know wander around and shake people's hands? Excuse me, because there's just this there's this gap. There's no vocals. It's just the band playing. And then Carolyn Jones, Caroline Jones comes in and um, and I'm still wondering, was she covering for him or did, was it she just singing because it was her, her time to sing that part of the song? But anyway, here's the clip. How could it be to feel this way again?
So what do you think? Yeah, it's hard to say. It, it seems like he just like forgot, unless it was supposed to be her chance to jump in and she missed it. <laughs> yeah, she might have screwed up. Yeah. Or there's no screw up and he just decided not to sing it. Ah, that, it was odd. It was funny. I was actually... Was yeah, the question was actually about the harmonica. What did you think about the appearance of oh, harmonica? Oh, yeah, you know what? Harmonica. I, yeah, that was really cool. And I, I thought I thought I recall like that Eric Darkin plays that, right? Huh. No? No, he doesn't. Um, I found out that it was Carolyn Jones playing that. I was that was that was my guess. It was her. Oh, wow. I, th- I thought he did it, but okay. Because just either the weekend before or just that morning, someone had commented on the the Buffy News page on Facebook that isn't it about time that Jimmy had a harmonica player in the band again. And I was thinking at the time, no, no, he can't, he can't. But then after hearing that an actual harmonica show up in the song, I'm going, yeah, he probably should. Cause it sounds so good in that song. Yeah. That's not neat. There's a few of them that it just sounds right. So I think actually, I think it'd be better if one of the existing band mem- band members would learn to play harmonica instead of bringing on somebody just to play harmonica. Right. I think that would that would feel better. But at at first, I was saying no, he can't he can't bring in harmonica just for the sake of harmonica. But now I'm thinking yes, he should bring back a harmonica player. He should include a harmonica player because that sounded so good. Anyway, that's uh, the Monday show. And the Tuesday show started with changes again. Um, Pennsylvania mustache, migration, grapefruit, juicy fruit, woman going crazy on Caroline Street come Monday. And the notable song for this night was Everybody's Talking, the old uh, 70s song, which is also on Meet Me in Margaritaville. But it was cool to hear here again. And Jimmy likes that song. And the next song was Little Miss Magic. And I've got a clip of that because... Jimmy's got a story about Savannah. Now, uh, in the midst of the old pandemic, uh, we all are trying to figure out what to do. And uh, um, as a traveling man, I, I thought, how am I going to deal with this shit? You know? uh, and uh, as a sailor, I just thought, well, I have been on a lot of ocean voyages that started out with a party at the dock and you're either hung over or else there's a storm or something breaks on the boat and you're out there going, what am I doing out here? I could can, I can be having Ace Benedict at the Coconut Grove Hotel. I'm going a thousand miles. And you have to slap yourself in the face and say, hey, calm down here. You know, just uh, go with it. And uh, that, that's kind of the way I did it. And so uh, in the middle of it, still, we weren't on the road or anything. So... Uh, my, uh, my uh, middle daughter and a friend of hers came to me and they said, you know, uh, you should be doing something like uh, the songs you don't ever do. And uh, we're going to find out what they, what they are. So they put it up on the web and said, what songs do you want to hear uh, my dad do that he doesn't do? And in about an hour, we got 10,000 settlements. And I went, man, I better get to work here. <laughs> And, uh, and out of that came songs you don't know by heart, and, which is a collection of songs that uh, was a video that, that my daughter uh, Delaney uh, did. And uh, so it really, uh, it really worked for me, and I think it worked for a lot of people out there. And so 
I thought I'd do a couple of them tonight because this is this is song about about my oldest daughter, uh, and I've written you know you got to write songs about your kids and your wife and all that stuff because that's part of what you do. And uh, this is uh, this is called Little Miss Magic, and uh, this this is. Uh, uh, little Miss Magic is here in the audience tonight, and she's uh, a little older than that now. But uh, <clears throat> I, have to, I have to ask her to forgive me because at this time we were kind of living in St. Bart's off and on, and it was a different place down there. It was just sailors, and there was a, there's a great place in St. Bart's called Le Select, and it's a, it's a bar and uh, the local bar. So when I'd go out on adventures or else things that I considered work, at that time, when, when uh, Savannah would come down and stay with me, uh, I didn't have any babysitters, so I trusted the local fireman uh, on the island to, to babysit. I just thought that was a logical step, you know. You've got first responders in there, but they tended to spend a lot of time in the bar drinking rum and playing pinball machines. And uh, I have to say that, uh, that Savannah Buffett kicked their ass on the pinball machines. And... Uh, and so it all worked out for the better. And so this is a little song called uh, Little Miss Magic. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> son of a Son of a Sailor is next. And I've got a clip from that just because, basically because uh, Jimmy almost played the wrong guitar. <laughs> I almost started that song with only six strings. Oh, God almighty, what was I thinking about? We, we've uh, liberated this old Gill 12-string from the closet and getting her back to work one time. So uh, you got to have a 12-string guitar to play this song. Don't you think, Mr. Utley? Yeah, because we're going sailing. Uh, this, this is my sailing career started from down here in the, in the coconut grove. At Monty Trainer's Dock, yeah, that's where we set out from. The next song was Volcano, then Little Martha, uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise, Gulf Coast Girl, and Down the Road, which I guess is a Mac song. I can't say I've ever heard it before. But yeah, uh, I think yeah. Chesney, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Yep, that's why Mick's not heard it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, a good, it's a good song, though. But uh, yeah, everybody loved it because it was Mac and Caroline Jones singing together, and it, it really did sound good, but... I hadn't heard the song before. I assumed it was just a Mac song. Um, the next song is Last Mango in Paris. I included this because Jimmy's got another Key West story. Yeah, I like that song. All right. Uh, speaking of down the road, uh, we, we're heading back down uh, A1A and the Overseas Highway down there to uh, check in with the spirit of Captain Tony... I asked you earlier if you've been to Key West. A lot of people raised their hand. How many people have been to Captain Tony's? Uh, what a character, you know. What, what a guy to meet in, the, again, those early days. And there's, there's, there's a chapter of our friendship that goes uh, something like this. Uh, at one point, uh, Captain Tony actually became the mayor of Key West, Florida. And uh, I, uh, I also was involved with that a little bit, but before 
He ran once, and I was his campaign manager. So I don't mess around with politics much these days uh, because I'm not very good at it. So uh, Captain Tony was running for mayor the first time, and uh, we were going to make a commercial. And uh, so uh, I always love going through the, the Key West Cemetery and look at the epitaphs on there. There are some really weird people buried in that cemetery. And their last thoughts are very strange. And so I went to Captain Tony and I said, there's his tombstone over in the corner of the cemetery. And I don't know who the guy was, but his epitaph was, I told you I was sick. It's down there. I mean, I'm not making this up. It's there. So, you know, I, I don't know why, but I said to Captain Tony, see, it's like we could take this and say that, you know, the politics are it's, it's sick and things are going, we got we to gotta heal the place. And we got, we got our asses kicked. And uh, that's when I retired from writing any jingles for anybody else in it. But, and, and just went back to being a great fan. And, of course, the next election, Captain Tony won. And I love any town where a bartender is mayor. Out of this pandemic, maybe we should look at that a little more. You know, they send it in, you know, move City Hall to the bar. That's what I say, you know. The next song was Trying to Reason with Hurricane Season. And um, after the, the line, I can't run at this pace very long, Jimmy laughs and says, I was 22. and the next song is nautical wheelers again but uh, i included the intro to this version because he had a another interesting story about key west um I, i like the fact that over four days here i've seen people like dancing in the pods i mean I think one day that will get in a song or some way or another like that because uh, dancing is part of life. And uh, I thank my mother for sending me and my sisters to a dance school. And uh, I, did, I won the Jitterbug Contest in Mobile one time. Me and my sister, Laura. Yeah, we did. Anyway, dancing is a part of life. And again, when I first got to Key West, I'm walking home from uh, the chart room bar. I'm walking home from work one night. Yeah. And you can get in trouble in Key West if you're walking home from work one night. And I always passed by this little place down. It was the old city hall. And at that point, it was like an American Legion hall where they had the nautical wheelers were a square dancing group. And they would go, uh, they would have square dancing in there. So... One night, with a little rum in me, I decided to go in and meet the nautical wheelers and, uh, and do a little square dance. This is way before line dancing was ever invented now. I think line dancing is probably the byproduct of square dancing. But anyway, people were having so much fun dancing. You've got to dance your way through life. And... Next song was Pirate Looks at 40, then Southern Cross and Fins, and that saw out, oh no, no, he did band intros and then did Margaritaville, and that saw out the show proper. And then he came back for One Particular Harbor as the first encore, and then Florida Days and Tin Cup Chalice. 
And I've got one more clip. It's from Finn's. Whoops, it already played. I've got one more clip. It's from Finn's, and I uh, include it because he uh, talks about the pandemic and about how great it is to be back on stage again. And he also, if you heard the Margaritaville podcast, the, the latest Margaritaville podcast, it's an interview with the guy that's kind of arranged this show, and Jimmy calls him out from the stage. It's a guy named Dave. I can't remember his last name. You didn't think we were going to get away with not getting your fins up tonight, did you? Well, before we do this, I, the way things happened is, is, is funny. The way we actually got to this place is my, uh, my handyman and my property manager up in Palm Beach, Dave, uh, come to the shows here many times, and I tested him on whether this would be a good place for us to, uh, to, to play. That Dave takes really good care of my house, and I knew that he went down here, and, and I, I made him, I told him, I will pay your bar bill, but go down and tell me how it is. So to Dave, thank you very much for getting us here. The people that run this beautiful, beautiful little place, I got to tell you, we go all the way around, but at this point in this time, I got to tell you, it's actually true. We will all go out and have a lot of fun things happening, but there's something magical in the air about this first step in with you people in that audience getting out and us getting up here and playing. This isn't going to happen again for a while, so thank you. Cherish the moment. And get them fins up! And there you go. There's my concert roundup, my first concert roundup in a year and probably another year after before that too <laughs> but that was a that was a sweet concert roundup that's like clips right in the middle of it and everything and yeah live discussion very discussion live yeah it's kind of cool i was i was kind of looking forward to this knowing that we could i could play the clips live and see yeah. your reactions and i was awfully happy to find out that i could share audio without sharing video and now I can click the little stop share button so you can't hear my computer anymore. And you had the fade outs and everything. It was, that was awesome. It still it kills me. That It's a crazy song, Nautical Wheelers, that he, he, he wrote that. I mean, that's cool. That is mm-hmm. so cool that he wrote that. It's one of those things. He just happened upon it and it became a song. That was, right. And I took me, it, it was a long time before I, you know, I learned from you guys that what Nautical Wheelers was. And I always liked the song. It's just, it's just that's just songwriting. That's just so cool mm-hmm. that you can do that. But there, yeah, there was a lot of that in those early songs like that, right? He was finding that inspiration yeah. everywhere. Yeah, a that's lot of why story songs. When I got into him, I just loved what he wrote. I didn't. I don't know what he's writing about that much. I don't even dream of just being on the sea or anything. But the way he wrote about all this stuff, you know. The stuff he knew, he just it it was you couldn't you know you had to like it. So it's always been true. Yeah, it just made uh, I don't know made sense. It was very descriptive. But hit home for me. I always like you know beach, hot weather, and all that stuff. So oh, I I thought you were going to say you love square dancing and, and waltz time. 
No, in fact, I hated square dancing. In fact, in, at St. Mary's School, grade school, there was a, a phys ed class, and they made us square dance in phys ed. It was a whole thing. What did you do in Richard, too? Really? I don't yeah. remember Richard. Yeah, I don't remember, remember that. It, was, also, I, it wasn't quite formal square dancing, but it was a kind of dosey do thing. No, this yeah, was we had square dance. We had to learn all the stuff, and you had to do the all those Dumb dosy do moves and whatnot and uh, yeah. When I was younger, your like baby, just like the cartoon, bow to your <laughs> partner, bring your partner around and around, swing your dozies upside down over there, <laughs> bar to the feller across the way. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing they did that in school, and and I also have the the Michigan State arm of the family, of course, square danced. <laughs> well, the bad axe connection. <laughs> square dance. They were they I think they might have met in a square dance club college mm. or something. So of course we always had to do square dance, you know, when the family got together. And learned <laughs> dance, you know. Where the, where's the like, video for that? Yeah, that? What was that? The Alamand lift? That's the arm locking thing where you twirl around. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't know. And then go back to your promenade. Sport. You had the promenade, right? <laughs> you had the whole hand and then walk well, across. You, first you come in and uh and you bow and curtsy. Yeah. And then you go back to your quarter. <laughs> There's a whole set of rules. <laughs> yep. No, I had a class. It was this was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you get tested on it and everything? Yes, it was, we got graded. It was a class. Uh, dancing. <laughs> Mike Square Dance. <laughs> With your, your usual move. Yes. <laughs> it was forced square dancing, really. You didn't have a choice. You had to do it. <laughs> I did also learn to waltz in school, too. Mm. So I can waltz to nautical wheelers if I want. Yeah, that's true. And you can waltz uh, to a square dancing song. Green and dumb. But yeah, yeah. I, I only learned that because I was part of the, the teachers put on a play, Cinderella. And then because I, we've been through this, right? Because since I own a leisure suit, <laughs> I was part of the ballroom dancers that, in the back. Wow. Because does anybody hold a suit? No, I have a leisure suit, you know. Good enough. I, I wore my leisure suit. That's what Why I, aren't you Prince Charming? I dance with Tracy. <laughs> because we were the same height <laughs> about <laughs> you see Joe in his leisure suit with his uh, you know a beige pants and the... a kind of brownish beige leisure suit <laughs> nice <laughs> the cuffs over the jacket <laughs> attracting all the chicks Joe was styling <laughs> all the foxes <laughs> Nice. Uh, that was crazy, but you know, I'm I'm grateful that I learned how to do a dance. You know, I could do it today pretty much. It's not that it's that hard, but and then we had little routines to do. But it was uh, it was it was it was cool. I'm I'm much more proud to have learned that than square dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, that square dancing point. hasn't served me anything for the rest of my life. But. <laughs> right. I bowed. Except to know all about that Bugs Bunny cartoon. 
Do you? Cringe yeah, you know you what? Watch it? it did help. No, being knowing what square dancing was, yeah, I did appreciate the cartoon even more. Right. But I'm like, we should square dance like this, where the guy just telling us what to do, like Simon says. <laughs> like those hillbillies running through the. <laughs> when I when I DJ St. Mary's dances with my sisters, there I uh, I would do, not Simon says, but I would tell them to do different things during the dance. Now dance on one leg. I probably <laughs> got that from Fun Sweaty a little bit. Now switch partners. And everybody, if they're really serious, and they'd all be dancing and looking up at me at the stage, waiting for the next command. <laughs> Throw me a dollar bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just trying to come up with stuff. It was hilarious. They did everything I said. <laughs> what a, a bunch of dumbasses! They had no idea. Yeah, I know. They had fun. <laughs> Uh, yep. DJing St. Mary's dances. Uh, Kids are dumb. That was a great little, uh, great little. Uh, that, that sounded good. That stuff you played, Mickey. I mean, I it sounded good it. in that. If you, uh, you know, I mean, I wish I was there. You know, for a smaller show like that. Yeah, thick and all that. Just it's it's a bummer. <laughs> I forgot to to bring up when uh, Jimmy was talking about songs you don't know by heart and the older songs, some woman was yelling out for Bama Breeze. Oh, I don't know if you picked up on it. But no, it was like, I didn't hear that. I was thinking how ridiculous that was and then I'm going, you know, that song did come out a while ago. Sad to say, it did come out a while ago. It could be considered an older song. Ugh, yeah. It's like, oh my God, time is just flying by. It was what, Take the Weather With You? I uh, believe so. Yeah. See, it's been that it's been such a long time I don't even remember the album. I'm pretty yeah, sure that's been out for a while. Yeah. If you look it up. Take the weather with you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I said it wrong. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. All right, gentlemen. Yeah, this is usually when not fun. Yeah, I know we we go through the filters. We've totally I'm gonna devolved have to go the into nothing. I don't want to go to the restroom and then come back just to say goodbye. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta it's take, all awkward. I gotta take the stupid filter off of this. Yeah, guy. but otherwise I'll be there when you go up to the music <laughs> next time. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> How do you get rid of the filters? Just go yes. to the top and click none. There we go. Now it has to, because that's going to be a really bad edit. <laughs> go with me in a dumb mustache. Yep. Of course, it'll be a bad edit to not have any lights on, too. Alexa, <sighs> turn the house lights on. Uh, quick. They'll never know. Bye, everybody. All right. See you guys. Have a good, happy Memorial Day. That's right. It's our Memorial Day show. So have a yep. lovely, restful, and happy birthday Memorial to, Day. And happy yeah, birthday, happy birthday to Mike. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll see you guys. We'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Okay. How do you do this? Now? Um, Leave. Let's see you, babe. When you live on the North Coast, you manage your time. Get the best three months you got.
That's life on the North Coast Wasting 